On this episode, we review Disney's Contemporary Resort. This is episode 318 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Capture the Magic community and ask to join. And if you're looking for the latest episodes, uh, every Tuesday you can find Rhonda and I with Main Street Magic. On Wednesday, Jared and I have the Diz Dudes. And on Thursdays, Jared and Jamie bring you the Capture the Magic podcast. And if you want even more content, including Diz Dudes Live, in-park and resort live streams, and so much more, check out Club 32 at ctmvip.com. As you get ready to plan your next vacation, uh, head over to travelwithzip.com and check out our trusted travel agency, zippity-doo.travel. There's a quick form there you can fill out. Uh, they will give you multiple quotes. They will help you get booked, help you plan, ADRs, all of this at no additional cost to you. And finally, if you're looking for the absolute best in theme park-inspired coffees, teas, and merchandise, head over to ExpeditionRoasters.com and use code CAPTURE15 at checkout to save 15% off your entire order. So we're finally talking about Contemporary Resort, Yay. which we had an opportunity to stay at uh, earlier in December. And we had actually booked Coronado Springs uh, for two nights. We were going down to do specifically Christmas stuff and, and report on um, International Festival, the holidays, mm -hmm. check out Universal, uh, all that kind of good stuff, and, and the Christmas happenings at Disney and beyond. And uh, they were overbooked at Coronado, and we were moved to Contemporary. Mm -hmm. um, if you've listened in the past, I don't think we've, you know, we've never stayed at Contemporary before. But I think, you know, we've visited enough times. We've certainly eaten there. California Grill is one of our favorite places. But I don't think it's ever been a place that has been the top of our radar to stay at. Would you agree? Other than just the intrigue of wondering why people love it so much. Yeah. And the fact that uh, the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Um, and how old it is. And it was the one that was, I think it's still, <clears throat> excuse me, fascinating that the interior, the rooms they built now, not the Garden View, but the main tower where they, the monorail does go through. They built those off-site. Yeah. They brought them in and then pushed them in like little, like, I don't know what would those called be like. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. It's like little blocks. Uh, it's like the opposite of Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. no, I agree. I mean, I think the nostalgia of it has always been interesting, but we've always joked, you know, it kind of, walk, you walk in, it kind of feels like an airport, um, you know, and, and we'll get into all this, but. You know, there's certainly some highlights. So we were very interested to stay to see if our mind was was switched in a way, because I don't think, you know, we hadn't stayed at Contemporary. We haven't stayed at Grand Flow. We haven't stayed at Riviera. And then technically we haven't stayed really at Beach Club. And every year we try to at least knock one more off of our list. Mm -hmm. To be honest, without getting moved here at no additional cost, I would have been hard pressed to have paid any sort of regular room rate here. Whereas I think I would at a Grand Flow or Riviera or a beach. So I think this was the perfect opportunity for us to try it out. So let's kind of get into it, Rhonda. We'll let you okay. go through some of the bullet points uh, all about Contemporary Resort. All right. Well, the location is the Magic Kingdom Resort area. 
The resort type is Deluxe Resort. <clears throat> Excuse me. It opened October 1st, 1971. 49 years ago. Yeah. That's amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me. The theme is modern, contemporary. And the areas, you have the Contemporary Tower, you have South Garden Rooms, and then Bay Lake Tower, which is the Disney Vacation Club. Um, rooms, there's 655, and they were refurbished in 2013. There's suites. There is a vice presidential suite, and there is a presidential suite. <coughs> Excuse me. Prices range from $457 to $1,029 for studio rooms based on tower and view. Yeah, and those are rack room rates. Um, you know, with your studio rooms, you get lots of different views here. And certainly, when you want to talk about the highlights of the contemporary, uh, there, there's two major ones is, is location and yes. proximity to be able to walk. A very short walk to Magic Kingdom. Yes. Um, and the views. You know, whether you, of course, if you have a, a view of the parks and the Magic Kingdom, I mean, one of the best views probably anywhere on property. And even if you get, you know, your kind of like Bay Lake view, mm -hmm. they're not bad. Um, we'll talk about our view when we talk to rooms was not bad. So I do think it has a lot going for it. Obviously, as far as those go, of course, opening day of Walt Disney World. You know, mm -hmm. this opened. So like you said, the nostalgia. And that's what I find a lot of people you'll talk to have been going here their whole life and they have that nostalgia. Right. For us personally, we have more memories and nostalgia at all-star movies, of course, than we do at Contemporary because we've only stayed here once. Right. So um, one thing I do want to talk about before we really dive in is some of the history here. And I think it's another cool reason to you know, enjoy and love this place. Uh, Contemporary Resort is one of two resorts located on property when Disney World opened in 1971. Uh, if I remember, and I, I didn't I didn't find this info when I was doing some quick research here, but I know I've heard it in the past that Contemporary was slated to open um, first on that day, along with Polynesian, but there were some delays at Contemporary, and technically Polynesian opened its doors first. I think by like a couple hours. Okay. Uh, but that both were there opening day. Uh, Richard Nixon's 1973 press conference uh, on November 17th, 1973, the contemporary was the site of what would become one of the most famous press conference statements in modern American politics, where President Richard Nixon declared, I am not a crook. Uh, uh -huh. Contemporary Tower, which is the most prominent of the resort's four standalone buildings, was built, and as you mentioned earlier, was built as an A-frame with outer walls, which slope inwards around an inner atrium. To construct the building, steel frames were erected on site, and modular pre-constructed rooms were lifted into place by crane. That really is that's cool. An, that's I mean, that's, a, that's unbelievable. Amazing. That's neat. Yeah. That's you know, especially if you go back to like the 1970s, and this is some you know, I mean, t the technological and architectural advances there are cool. Uh, again, if I remember properly, it didn't go very well. Like it wasn't. Like, oh, hey, look, just slide this room on in. Yay, we're done. Like, it was it was not an easy yeah, task yeah, and one that they would never do again. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then in 2006, Disney filed plans for a project on the site of the Contemporary Resort's North Garden Wing. Bay Lake Tower ultimately contained 281 units. Uh, Timeshares began on September 28, 2008 to existing DVC members and on October 5th, 2008 for new members. Uh, in 2005, Disney began an extensive renovation of the Contemporary Resort, and it was completed in 2009. At the same time, the Bay Lake Tower began construction. Uh, Bay Lake Tower opened in 2009. 
All right, let's get into about the resort. And first, we'll talk about the pools, which we did not have an opportunity to enjoy. Because it was cold. One, it was cold. Um, two, and th- we're going to, you know, we're going to give, certainly you can go back and you can hear past, you know, us talking about the wave. You can hear us talking about uh, California Grill on, on several episodes. Um, this was a, while it was a full weekend and we stayed two nights, it was a slam-packed weekend mm-hmm. where we spent a ton of time at parks. Yep. Um, and so... Yeah, it wasn't like we just lounged by the pool all weekend and did activities and things like that. Right. Uh, but you do have two pools conveniently located along the shore of Bay Lake. Uh, you can glide down the 17-foot-high curving water slide at the main pool or relax in one of two whirlpool spas. Uh, children can even make a splash in the water playground designed just for kids. You can also escape to Bay Pool, uh, the age all-ages quiet pool that juts out over Bay Lake. Soak up the sun from a lounge chair on the deck or rent a private cabana for added luxury. Uh, we certainly got to see the pool. Yeah. And it looked awesome. Looks cool. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to stay in the summer. Yes. And, and give it a try. Give it a try. There's the there's one of the hot tubs, the spa had around it fountains all shooting off into the main pool, mm-hmm. which was, was cool. cool. Like the proximity of it being in there, I thought was pretty cool. Um, I know this is kind of like a no frills pool. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe that's a good time just to talk about our feelings on the resort in general. You know, what do you think of the way it... It looks the way it feels. Your check-in lobby on the bottom floor, but then you know you go up to all the main stores, some of the restaurants, yeah, like shops. What I hate think? to say it like this, but it does remind me. I it, I feel like not as much as an airport, as much as like a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Because downstairs, it's kind of the ceilings are low. You know, you're kind of you, there's like no windows except coming yeah. in or out. Yeah. Um, and then you go upstairs and then there's this big, you can see everything. So it really more reminds me of a cruise ship than an airport. I can totally see that. Um, I mean, there's not, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, again, we've stayed at other places and there's different situations where this is just not overwhelming and amazing looking to me, but it is... I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I really did. Well, I think, you know, when you think of deluxe resorts uh, uh, and you think of even just your initial lobby. Like Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. I mean. You walk in and you're just like, oh, you're wow. just you're, you're overwhelmed yeah. with how beautiful and grand it is. And here you're not. You're right. I mean, you walk into and, and what I kind of kept saying all weekend. And again, there's nothing wrong with any of this. No. It's just <clears throat> when you are used to the other resorts that Disney has. Right. This is different. And mm-hmm. I said the whole time, you know, if the Magic Kingdom wasn't a stone's throw away, this feels like being kind of at a hotel anywhere else in the world. I mean, it feels like it's walking into a nice oh, yeah. l- luxury hotel. It could be, now again, size-wise, you know, you're not going to get something like this in a, a major city. But when you're within the resort, <clears throat> it feels like you're in New York or Charlotte or Chicago. I mean, it feels like you're any major city in the U.S. Mm-hmm. There aren't. You know, there, there's not big to me touches of Disney and a Disney feel, you know, I mean, Polynesian, you walk into it and you feel like you're transported somewhere else here. Right. I just don't feel like I'm transported walking in. Yeah. And especially with that lobby, you're right. I mean, it's got low ceilings. It's kind of cramped. And then you have to go up to get to a big open area. Now, mm-hmm. certainly the monorail running through is, is beautiful. Um, but even out on the grounds, it's just, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of concrete. <laughs> yeah. And where we stayed in the garden wing, we'll talk about, looks like an apartment complex that I, you know, lived in in 1999. 
it, yeah. it, you know, outside of Baltimore. It just there's nothing really to, I think, parts of those. So um, what I've always said in the past was I just I don't get it. Yeah. And I think that still stands a little bit for me. Okay. But again, with that being said, it's a beautiful hotel. <clears throat> it's a luxury hotel. Yeah. It's very, very nice. Yes. It's just when you go across the street, basically across the lake to Polly, I almost want to be like, wait, these two opened on the same day. Yeah. Like, because Polly did open in, in the same day as this one. It's not like in 1971, they were like, we know not what you mean of glorious lobbies when you walk in. No, you just did it at Polly. Uh, so, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that type of thing. But, um, of course, your dining options, uh, you have plenty of dining options. And I will say this is where they really, really shine. Oh, absolutely. Is your dining. And you've got California Grill. You have the California Grill Lounge. <clears throat> we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, you have the Outer Rim Bar, uh, Chef Mickey's. You have the Wave, which, mm -hmm. you know, it's been quite some time since we've eaten there. But we still talk about it all these years later because it's one of the most surprising meals and I think yeah. underrated restaurants on property. Uh, you have the Lounge at the Wave. Contempo Cafe. Contemporary Grounds is a, a convenient, you know, coffee counter bar with, you know, uh, some coffee and pastries or a smoothie. And then you have the Sandbar, uh, Quick Service Bar and Lounge out by the pool. We've talked about California Grill many times. Yes. Uh, California Grill is wonderful. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about California Grill Lounge and our experience that evening because California Grill was, you know, well, we didn't really have plans for one. <laughs> so right. we needed something last minute to figure out. Right. And, and. I was thinking, because we were just going to go and have a drink and maybe a few appetizers, and I was like, well, if we can still get a seat, why not? I mean, yeah. they don't make you order an entire meal for to sure. sit down. So, sure. But, <clears throat> Nate, um, Bishop was also staying there, so um, we got together with him, and they still had some of the bar area open in mm -hmm. California Grill. Now, because of COVID, they only had... Nine, ten seats? Yeah, not right around there. Yeah, um, and very space spaced it. out yep. from each other. I mean, we're talking, yeah, more than six feet, I think. Probably, but it was awesome because we, um, it was almost kind of like a table. It's mm -hmm. not, it, I don't want to say it wasn't first come, first serve, but it was, hey, you know, we'd like to sit at the bar. And they called up and then they said, how many seats are there? And kind of did that number. And then they said, all right, your table's ready. And we went up and sat at the bar. So that was awesome. Yeah. So you still checked in down at the normal area. Yes. It's not like you were just like, hey, I'm going to go see if there's bar seats. And they're like, okay, good luck. You know, and you go up and you're like, no, there's not. I got to right. come back. They were, they were, you're right. They were doing it the same way as if you were getting a table. Yes. And it was a cool experience to sit. It there. was. I liked that. Yes. Um, I enjoyed it. And I, it's just, gosh, when you walk up and oh, it's still see that breathtaking. beautiful view. It yeah. is. It's just yeah. amazing. Um, I am, I am glad I will say that this was not the, my, my first meal out of a California grill and, and that all comes down to Ooh, me just yeah. not picking the right thing to eat. But let's talk about, uh, let's talk about what you ordered, uh, which we had not had before and was outstanding. It was so, so good. Well, maybe we should talk about yours first because okay. mine was we'll really end on good. a positive. Yeah. So I'd been wanting to try a flatbread there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Heard good things. There's only two different ones. There's a pepperoni one. Mm -hmm. Order that one. <laughs> but then I was intrigued by the a potato uh, flatbread, mm -hmm. right? What is a potato flatbread, you ask? I'm going to tell you. It's Yukon Gold New Potatoes, uh, Madeira Onions, Soda Serene, Berkshire Prosciutto, Fresno Chili, and Potato Chips for $22. Um, I, 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 I don't I didn't know what was happening with this. I don't know what I thought. I just don't know what I thought. So it literally, it's a, it's a flatbread, which first of all, they're 
I really do want to go back and get the pepperoni. Their flatbread crust was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, this tasted very homemade, very mm-hmm. wood fire. It was delicious. It's topped with kind of a, a white sauce. Um, it's got prosciutto. It has cooked sliced potatoes on it. And then you have the chilies and the onion. And then there is a mound of house-made potato chips on top of the pizza. Yes. Like if you've been to like a state fair and and they give they have this, you know, homemade kettle potato chips and usually they're like in one giant spiral and mm-hmm. then they kind of mound them all up. That's what this was like. Yeah. None of this should no this shouldn't have happened. I don't think. It was just the strangest like I like potato chips on sandwiches. Mhm. So I think my idea was this will be similar. First of all, there were way too many potato chips. There was a lot. I think if they had just layered like one layer of them, maybe it would help. But for me personally, the flavors were just odd. The cooked potato on the pizza was just a very odd combination and a very odd texture. Um, But you could tell that they make really good flatbreads. Just for me, I didn't care for this combination at all. It was just very, very odd. Well, I took a bite. I didn't think it was bad at all. Um, I didn't take a bite with the potatoes though. I just wanted to try the actual pizza. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, again, I don't feel like I'm anybody to give an opinion because I don't do food like you do. But, but you know if food's good or not. I thought it was I mean, good. Okay. But I you mean, didn't have the whole combination was the only difference. And, and I think yeah, you're right. I didn't want the potatoes because I don't like, pot- or excuse me, potato chips because I don't like chips on it. I like to eat my chips. Separate from yeah. a sandwich. Oh, like, sure. I will never put chips yeah. <laughs> on a sandwich, whereas yeah. you will, and I just feel like that's weird. So taking those off and actually tasting the pizza itself, I thought it was fine. No, I think they can make a good pizza. I just didn't like this combo. Yeah. So I, I would go back. If right if we went back tomorrow, I would order the pepperoni flatbread, and I have a right. feeling it would move up into some of the best pizzas or flatbreads on property just from the what i could tell from this one in the crust and all so again i just thought it was a very odd combo i didn't care for it if you want to try it please go try it and tell me your thoughts because (laughs) i would love to hear them uh let's move on to what you got and again we were just kind of doing some appetizers and and some small things like that but this was so good yeah so i got the sonoma goat cheese ravioli it is tomato fennel ragu truffle goat cheese what is that word? Spuma? <laughs> um, basil crisps for $17. And, of course, this was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like you just can't go wrong with goat cheese and then raviolis and Yeah, and this was one like giant ravioli. Yeah. It was like five, six inch big ravioli. I mean, it took up like a small bowl. Um, it was good. It, oh, it was, it was so good. Yeah, I mean, they're appetizers. This and then uh, Nate had gotten the... the um, uh, did he get the same the wontons yeah but uh, he got the wontons too yeah, yeah. the short rib uh, wontons oh, which that's we've had right, in the past and those are outstanding Halen tried it and really liked yes, it yes she did so their appetizers here are so good yeah this I mean and the thing is like we could explain it to you but it's exactly what it sounds like I mean yeah. it's tomato fennel ragu it's a nice sauce yep. uh, big old uh, you know ravioli that tastes like it's homemade ravioli oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, goat cheese and, and basil. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't go wrong, I feel nope. like, with those combinations if you like goat cheese. Yes. If you don't like goat cheese, this thing's going to be a little too much for you. Yeah. Uh, and then Kaylin went with the kids' meal of the grilled beef tenderloin mm-hmm. uh, for $17. I will say, if you go, you know, if you if you think about getting a regular steak here, which which is outstanding, you're getting up into $30, 40 I mean, $50 mm-hmm. range. $17 for a kids' meal, 
of a beef tenderloin and all that she got. This was a this was an I thought almost an adult sized meal. This was easily yeah. a Ronda meal. Like oh, absolutely, it was a great portion. Yeah. It was a great steak. It was, mm-hmm. um, you know, absolutely. Uh, it this was. I was seventeen bucks was really good yeah. for this. Like, would they? I guess they would they let an adult order this? Could I have ordered it? <laughs> right Maybe because would have beat my potato pizza. I'll tell you that yeah. much. But well, we also said for Kaylin's um, steak to be cooked medium. Um, I think maybe we should have said medium rare. Yeah. Because unfortunately, it was a little more done than she actually liked, but yeah. she liked it, and it was wonderful. It, the flavor was still good. It was still juicy. It was perfect. Yeah. But if you're more of the non well done, yeah, then yeah, I think we should have. Well, and, and and that is one of the. <clears throat> I mean, they shouldn't they shouldn't cook the the steak improperly, but. When you're getting when you're at a place like California Grill and and the way that they cook it and the seasoning and the fact that it's such a good cut of meat, it, at least even if it does get a bit more overcooked to your taste, it's still always delicious. Oh, absolutely. You know, whereas yeah. if you go to some places, if if it gets a bit overcooked, you're like, all right, this is not mm-hmm. as good because the meat cut isn't as good. It's not prepared the right. same. Um. So yeah. So that part was good, but yeah. Um, let's move on uh, to the rooms. And we, uh, well, Contemporary Resort has two sections. The tower is 14 stories tall and has approximately 500 guest rooms. Uh, the tower rooms have two views, Bay Lake Tower or Magic Kingdom parking lot. Uh, south Garden Wing is located to the south of the tower and has approximately 250 rooms. The garden rooms have either a water, garden, or parking lot view. Uh, the tower rooms are 394 square feet, whereas the garden wing rooms are 437. We uh-huh. were in the garden wing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we were supposed to have a garden view. Mm-hmm. Um, when they when they go back and they say the tower rooms have two views, either Bay Lake or Magic Kingdom slash parking lot, uh, you're going to see the Magic Kingdom, even if technically your view is kind of like parking lot. I mean, you could be more yeah. in front of the parking lot, but you're still going to see the Magic Kingdom to your right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there can be a big price jump from which side of that tower you're on. Mm-hmm. I will say the views from there are stunning. And oh, yeah. I, I do think, again, if your budget allows, and Bay Lake is too. I mean, Bay Lake side is beautiful, but if your budget allows, go for that Magic Kingdom view. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. The, you know, if you Especially can request they, a room higher, obviously it's going to be better yeah. on those 14 floors. Especially if they bring back the Yeah, fireworks. once they bring back fireworks, it'll be, it'll be unbelievable. So let's talk about our garden wing room. Uh, again, this was supposed to be a garden view. Mm-hmm. What did we end up with? We ended up with a water view. Yeah. Of Bay Lake. Yes. And it was really cool. And we were on the first floor. And out there in the garden rooms, there's only three floors. And the second and third floor, they do not have balconies. They just have a like it's a slider rail yeah, that guardrail. i guess the slider you can open if it's cold outside or mm-hmm. you just want some fresh air or whatever but um again to me kind of like a um cruise ship yes it is you know, i i can't i can't personally fathom if if we had paid what the the room rate was which i believe and it was actually a really good AP rate or Florida resident rate mm-hmm. would have been somewhere around $410 rack room rate for this room was around 600 some. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine paying that and not having a balcony. Yeah. I just, that is insane to me that they don't have balconies built on this second and third floor. Yeah. 
and we got we lucked out with the first and again we lucked out i guess with a with a water, water view, view. Mm-hmm. but um you, you walk into these buildings and, and again you know there's a big parking lot outside and i personally think the buildings they do they just look like they're they just, look like an old apartment complex do. building. You I mean, there's nothing somewhere. to them. There's concrete. Nothing at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> you walk in and it's a very, very small, quick lobby. And then you go, you walk down the hallways to your room. I kid you not, the ceiling was nine to 10 inches above my head. And Jeremy, you were 6'3"? Yeah. It, it, to the fact, these might have been seven foot ceilings. And, and if, to the, he, yeah. <laughs> if he'd have walked, so they have the exit signs where they hang down from the ceiling. If he was not paying attention, even looking like down on his phone, you would have hit it. Yes, I walked right into an exit sign. Yes. This is where I think this really felt cruise shippy. Yes. Like you said. It did. It did. Um, But then you get into your room and again, kind of like a cruise ship, you know, like it's bigger Mm -hmm. um, can be. Yeah. And the room, the room was great. You know, had the fifth sleeper. So the girls didn't have to sleep together. They love that. Yes. Um. It did have a table and a chair, like a, like a de- work desk because yep. we are at a convention center. You yep. know, I mean, <clears throat> and then room is huge. Yeah, I mean, this room, the room layout and everything was incredible. Yeah, loved it. Yep, and then of course the view was awesome. Um, and then the bathroom was big too. They, it, again, so much of it just reminded me of like a cruise ship too. Mm-hmm. Like the sinks were really low. They were, yeah. And I didn't was... know if I should wash my hands in it or pee in it. Oh. I mean, I'm saying that's the height that they were. Again, I'm six three. You do the math. They were very. Well, low. even Kaylin went up to it and was <laughs> yeah. like, like putting her hands in. Like, what do I? This is this is weird. The sink's weird here. Yep. Um, and then yeah, I mean, you know, and they're they're older now. That has not been refurbed, right? No, I don't believe these were. Um, so carpet. Um, it, yeah, it, it. This this yeah this felt older. Like this didn't feel like contemporary. I don't feel like the decor and mm-hmm. all in a sense. I mean, it was very homey though. I well, thought. Yeah. Like the colors and everything. It was greens and kind of like beiges and browns. Like it felt very comfortable. Yeah. And homey. Um. I'm glad, like, again, when you think of, like, for me, see, I still think of contemporary, and that's the problem, is 1970, 1980, even 1990, contemporary is different than you'd almost vision it, I guess, today, like, yeah. I'm so glad it wasn't a room that we walked into that's kind of like the refurbs at Pop or All Star, where they're very sterile, they're very white, yeah. they're very modern, this felt very comfortable, I thought, and yeah. I like that part about it. There was um, the only Mickey Mouse decor, or... Disney yeah. decor, I guess you could say, was the shower curtain that had very subtle Mickey's in yeah. it. And that was it. Not and another touch throughout the entire nope. room, which again, I don't need, <clears throat> I don't need Mickey everywhere. Right. But that's where I think subtle touches like the refurbs they did at Coronado or, you know, at Grand Destino right. Tower. Now there's such nice, well done light touches of yeah. Disney, of Mickey, you know, um, and I missed that a bit. As far, yeah, I mean, as far as room layout goes, and we're going to do a, we're going to actually do an episode on ranking <clears throat> resorts in the studio rooms, and we're going to rank every studio room that we've stayed in okay. from, you know, bottom to top. Yeah. And I'm, I'm working on developing a point system of some sort. So we mm. literally kind of input our points and then it'll rank for us based on an average. Like, oh. I'm going to try and get deep into this one. But wow. I can tell you right now, room layout, studio, th- this, this is going to get a lot of points. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, the sheer size of it, yep. especially when you pull that fifth sleeper down. Yep. 
some of the other studios, we love having the fifth sleeper with the ages the girls are, but sometimes you pull down that fifth sleeper and you've got like a foot (laughs) in between the bed and the sleeper and it feels real tight and this did not. And, you know, if we had been staying there for a while and let's just say we were going to record a podcast episode there, there was that whole L-shaped desk. There was, it had that little rolly out um, Mm -hmm. like cart thing that we took over to the fifth sleeper and Lacey actually ate there. Mm -hmm. Um, So that has a lot going for it. Yeah. And I guess let's wrap up our over. And this is a little shorter of an episode. Rhonda's uh, running off to work, but we wanted to finally get this out. Um, what what I guess are your overall thoughts? And, you know, based on obviously we were moved here at, at a much lower cost. Right. <laughs> it was a free upgrade. But what if we had paid 400 a night? Would you go back and pay 400 a night? Yeah, well, a lot of it will depend on too. Like, for example, um, Jeremy snagged. We didn't have any um, park reservations for Friday night. Yeah, and he went ahead and snagged um, Magic Kingdom since we were right there and could walk. And I was like, you know, we could just walk in and maybe see the castle lit up mm-hmm. and everything. So we didn't get to because we went to California Girl and just. By the time everything was done, we were done. And And we had spent a whole evening at Universal and we literally drove over around 7 p.m. or so. Yeah. Um, But here was the hard thing. The next morning we were going to Epcot and Epcot doesn't open till 11. Jeremy and I were both awake Mm -hmm. and we could have just walked over to Magic Kingdom and walked down like Main Street and just, I don't know, shopped or just did something. That was really hard with the park reservations. Now, I know that they are saying that we will be able to back park hop in January, which I am looking forward to. Yes. So let's just put that in and say that we could have done that. Yeah. Because you're right there. huge. The location is no good if you don't get to take advantage of the location. Correct. And then we couldn't even monorail to Epcot. No, and that was also so, disappointing. Yeah. So so again, that does play a little bit into our thoughts. Yes. Which is unfair to contemporary, but mm-hmm. it's the way things are right now. So it is an honest, you know, <laughs> and it's an honest review. Right. I mean, it's the same thing. It'd be you know, if you're staying at Grand Flow and you go, Man, the location is amazing. Oh, did you go to Magic Kingdom? No, we didn't. Oh, okay. Well then it's not that great of a location. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in these times, same thing. But if the you- monorail's there too. Oh yeah, well yeah, so you can't you even use it. Go to Epcot. Epcot. No. no, so but 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 this would go for anywhere. If you said, right, hey, we're staying, you know, yeah, we're staying at Beach Club. It is so great when you're going into Epcot. Oh, well, we're not going to Epcot the weekend we're there. Oh, okay. Well, then the location doesn't matter. Does right. you know? It's one of those types of things. Yep. So, but I feel like factor all that in. Yes, I would stay there again, and yes, I would pay. I would try to pay the least amount as of possible. Of course, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I would because I, I am not going to lie. I did enjoy it. Um, again, you know, even though it may seem like a cruise ship or something, that's they're still fun. They're still neat. Oh sure. Um, so yeah, I absolutely I liked it. Um, the I would love to stay in the um, tower. tower. Yes, I would too. That's where I would really like to stay. I hate to say it like this. I don't have any desire to stay at Bay Lake Tower where DVC is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just because we've had friends stay there and the rooms are very tiny, they say. Yeah. Maybe if it was just you and I, we, w- we would try enough yeah. to stay there. Yeah, or we something. could do that. But 
Um, no, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. You know, it's certainly, I think a lot of people are very interested, you know, and, and the people that love this place love this place. Right. We've got no issue with that. I mean, you know, yeah. there could be plenty of people that go to Coronado Springs and are like, yeah, we don't think it's as great as you say it is. I mean, I would be very surprised, but, <laughs> but it's possible. Everybody has their own likes and Absolutely. opinions. And if, you know, if my parents had taken me to Disney when we went in 1986 for the first time and we had stayed at Contemporary. Yeah. You know, I might have a completely different feeling. And I totally get that. Feel. I mean, when you do go up that escalator from kind of the, the, the main floors mm-hmm. and you get up there to the shops and Chef Mickey's and Contempo Cafe and the monorails running yep. and there's these big 14 story windows and view. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. It really, really is. Um, yeah, it's not it's not jumping up the list, you know, for me as far as staying. You know, mm-hmm. I do think. And again, people that are listening that love this place may be saying, well, did you really get a full review if you, you know, spent most of your time in the parks and you didn't even stay in the tower? No. And that's something we'll give a try in the future. But um, we're very, very fortunate to go to Disney a lot, to do a lot of things, to stay at a lot of places. There is still nothing better to me, regardless of of what it is, than checking into a resort we've never checked into. Mm -hmm. And still, as we, you know, we pulled up front and and said to the cast member like we don't know what we're doing we've never stayed here before can we just leave our car here we just want to run in and check in and he's like yeah you can do that and then go park and whatever and we're like okay and walking in for the first time and going we've been in here a bunch of times we're actually checking in." yeah that was neat and walking into the room for the first and so those are the things that will i think will never get old like almost to the fact that like at some point now we'll still have new rooms that we can walk into but here we've got three more resorts to stay at and then that's it for that experience until they build more, you know, like right. that'll be odd when all of a sudden we're going, this is the last one on our list. This is the last lobby that we check into that we haven't done. Like uh, yeah. it'll almost be a little sad. So I love that part, you know, and, and, um, of course the cast members are wonderful and, and everything here is at top notch Disney. Yes. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll say this, even though it, it, it doesn't like move way up my list or anything, I get it now. I think would I do. you I want to stay there again? Um, I would. I, I, w- I would like to do the tower. Um, and I, I could see, again, it's so hard to tell. I, I don't know that I, I would want to pay for two nights. Like, yeah. it's almost like I'd want to pay for one night and go, you know what? Let's just, let's go ahead and just bite the bullet. Let's pay for it. You know, maybe it is four or $500 or something for the night. Let's not really make plans. And just let's enjoy let's maybe eat at chef mickey's or let's you know do it during the summer when we can enjoy the pool um and do those types of things and certainly though we would make sure that we could get into magic Kingdom. i just started to say (laughs) as long as we could even just do that and then maybe um monorail to epcot i mean that would be that would be fun and that would be worth staying yeah for me yeah well there it is we stayed at contemporary Uh and we knocked off a new resort in 2020 a little last minute but we minute. did it. So, uh, yeah, we're, you know, we'll, we'll, of course, post this episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We know there's a ton of people that absolutely love the contemporary. Um, I'd love to hear the things that you love about it. Right. You know, yep. so go ahead and let us know that. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, we hope you have a happy and safe New Year's Eve, uh, and we will be back next week. So if you have not already subscribed, please make sure you do so right now. And as long as you're out there, will you please, please, please give us a rating and review? Because it helps all of our shows grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>